Test, test, test. Looks like we're good to go. I'm ready to podcast if you are. Sorry, I just kind of... I hit the button just so that I could test the microphone, and I didn't ask if you were ready to go. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> it's our, Star Wars season, baby. Welcome to the first episode of The Wars and Our Stars, is which that, is my Star Wars podcast with a rotating guest co-pilot. This is all news to me. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing this. I decided this like four hours ago and told you and you were on your phone, so... Huh. It's because you be on that phone. <laughs> it's because you are on that phone too much. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wanted to start a podcast about Star Wars, and we have a lot of export energy about talking about Star Wars today, and so that's why this is in both feeds. Okay. <laughs> what? This is fine. I was just planning to do an export, and we were going to talk about Star Wars a bunch, but I was probably going to drift. That's fine. Okay, if you don't want to do that, we can start over. No, you don't have to start over. I just, like, I don't know that I, I have any concentrated Star Wars takes. That's fine. We had, like, lots of things to say. Yeah. So, hi, listeners. This is a place for feelings, not beliefs. Now, you've introduced your podcast. I'm going to introduce my podcast mm-hmm, because, uh, mm-hmm. according to you, this is going in both feeds, so... You've hi- done this shit to me before, so I feel like I, it's fine. No, like, it's not... Nothing you've done is a problem. It's just... <laughs> so put that on the record. Nothing I've done is a problem. <laughs> I just got caught off guard. That's all. Trust your feelings and expect the unexpected. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Export Audio, episode 75. Um, I am, as always, your host, Autumn June, and I, um, my co-host, my guest, uh, is Nora I'm, Blake. I'm Nora. Yeah, Zoe Mars. That's me. Um, fuck, I don't know. So Star I don't know Wars how to happened. Po- you've you've, so t- you've put Disney- me on my back foot, and I don't know how to podcast host anymore, I guess. Disney Plus happened. I'm going to talk about Mandalorian later, uh, probably with a different guest, because um, Autumn didn't watch it yet. I'm going to watch it. I'm sure you will. I just haven't seen it yet. That's what I said. <laughs> That's literally the thing I said. Yeah, but you made it sound like, oh, Autumn, she's too good for The Mandalorian. She's this... too good for my bad TV show. That's not what I said. Also, fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about Star Wars a lot, and so I'm going to do that. Um... Because The War in Our Stars is a podcast about Star Wars. Wars. The in Wars, our, okay. Star Wars. The Wars in Our Star? Is that the what you're stars. calling The Wars in Our Stars? Yes. That doesn't sound nearly as good as The War in Our Stars. Yeah, but it's several different wars. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, Disney Plus happens. It's Star Wars season. Mandalorian is out. Jedi Fallen Order is out. The movie's on its way. This is Star Wars season. This is why I've been hyped for fixating on Star Wars. The War in Our Stars is a podcast about Star Wars. Export Audio is is a podcast about the domestic life of Nora Blake and Autumn June. That's true. Um, So uh, I, steering this back to export territory for a moment, I'm just going to provide context on what we've been up to today. So... I went to work from about 4.30 to 10 this morning. Um, while I was at work, you went and did the laundry. Uh-huh. Um, all my aprons for work were in my car, so I just met you at the laundromat. 
Um, you were about halfway through doing the laundry. I just threw my aprons in the wash and um, we just sat at the laundromat and talked for a while. And we talked for like an hour about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, and we still cut ourselves off because we wanted to podcast. And about, t about 10 minutes in, I said... This is a really good conversation. Are you okay with just like putting this conversation in the microwave when we get home and doing an export? And you were like, yeah, sure. So I'm really going to do my best to bring all the good ideas and things I said to this conversation. Sure. I'm going to do my best to have the same energy I had an hour ago. Well, you Probably two hours ago at this point. I don't know. I said that I wanted to play Force Unleashed after Fallen Order because mm -hmm. it fe feels like the lineage. Part of that is because there hasn't been a game like this since Force Unleashed 2 in 2010. This sort of um, single-player, like, narrative-focused action game. Um, most of the other Star Wars games, especially since then, have been shooters or, in the, t like, 2000s, lots of flight games, of course. Mm -hmm. um, Jedi Starfighter. Jedi Starfighter. You said play Jedi Knight because everyone... Loves Jedi Knight or whatever. I hope my stomach is not picking up on the mic because it's been real bubbly. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, that's different. That's not an action game. That's a shooter. Mm. Even the ones where you have a lightsaber, it's a shooter. It's a third-person shooter. Not a third-person action game. You have a reticule on the screen. I will... It's They're all descended I... from Dark Forces. I, that is what I will agree with. Is they are descended from shooters. Their design ethos comes out of shooters, and they're definitely not uh, an action game in the same sense as a Force Unleashed is an action game. You're always strafing. Yeah. I definitely think that's true, but I still think that, like, Jedi Fallen Order is almost certainly, like, like, the character's named Kyle. <laughs> Cal. Cal, whatever. C-A-L, and then... K.K. Slider. No. Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis is Archie basically Andrews. the same... <laughs> Cal Custis is basically the same name as Kyle Katarn. They're different, actually. I think you'll find that they're very, very different. They're pretty For similar. For one thing, uh, Cal is a twink. Uh-huh. And a himbo. Yes. Kyle Katarn is a himbo. No. Kyle Katarn is an incel. I might not remember anything about the character of Kyle Katarn. Me either, but I get feelings. This is a place for feelings. <laughs> trust your feelings. You know trust, them to be true. Trust your feelings. In the older games, Kyle Katarn apparently trained Mara Jade, which... Who's Mara Jade? Mara Jade is Luke's wife. Cool. Um, just in case anybody was... What? I just heard a weird noise <laughs> from the house. I don't know if it was the house or like a roommate waking up or... scooter sneezing. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, anyway, Mara Jade is this cool, like, former assassin Jedi... Uh, who's like this mean redhead who um, was used to be the hand of the emperor and then was um, convinced to be good because of Luke's dick, and uh, then she became his wife. I'm going to say something. Uh-huh. And I've taken a great pause because I'm giving you the chance to say you want this cut from the podcast. So there will be a great... There was a great pause before I said this, and uh -huh. I can pause again after. While you were talking, you looked at me 
as if I was going to do a big reaction to Mean Redheads, as no. if Mean Redheads were my type. No. When the past few weeks have borne out that Mean Redheads are your type. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Me neither. Anyway, I guess it's staying in the podcast because you haven't objected yet. <laughs> it's fine. We talk about our lives on this show. It's a. I just, I didn't want to overstep. I didn't know. Yeah, you're going to have to try harder than that if you want to own me for this. But yes. Anyway. She gets a weird, mysterious cell bone disease in the New Jedi Order. And I don't know where that, why that happens, but. <laughs> Listeners. The horrible noise you just heard is me typing a dunk on Nora and sending it to her. All right. I've dunked on my wife. You can tweet that on your locked account. I'm going to tweet on. that on my locked account. Uh, after the podcast. I was going to do it right now. That's bad podcasting. It's whatever. <laughs> Who cares? When okay. have you ever cared about what the listener wants? I literally, before we started recording... I'll tweet it right now. I don't give a fuck. I'll okay. just take a screenshot of the notification. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I was literally telling you right before we started recording that I felt self-conscious and like, like I haven't done a very good job on the last couple episodes. So this episode, I'm really doing well by typing secret dunks on you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, Jedi Knight. I was gonna say something about Jedi Knight and Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, the thing I said to you was that I feel like I feel like you're right that like gameplay wise, gameplay wise, Jedi Order is almost certainly. I mean, it's closest cousin is Force Unleashed. It's closest cousin is Sekiro, but like... Well, yeah. But in like, terms of Star Wars, it's definitely in, Force Unleashed. Right. So, but I bet you that there was a meeting at EA and or at Disney, probably at EA, but anyway, that was like, what is the Jedi Knight brand worth? Like, do we think that calling this a Jedi Knight game, like, would make the game sell 1 million more copies, like 1,000 more copies. And I bet you that they decided that the Jedi Knight brand is worth, like, putting out a re-release, but not, like, you can't make a new Jedi Knight game in the way that you could make a new Battlefront game. And, like, you can make a new Thrawn trilogy. They made a new Thrawn yeah. trilogy. But it's, like... As far as I understand, Thrawn's character didn't change. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to do that, you'd have to make a Kyle Katarn game. And, like, he's been replaced by Kane and Jarrus. Like, right. Like, the character from Rebels is basically Kyle. He's, like, got the beard. He's like, has the same, like, design. It's very inspired, and, like, that character exists in the way that, like, Kylo Ren is the new Jason Solo. Yeah. I also think that, like... I'm almost glad they didn't do that because I'm almost certain that if they if they decided that, that Kyle Katarn and Jedi Knight as brands were worth reviving, that they were going to do their new single-player action game as a Jedi Knight game, it would almost certainly be called Star Wars Jedi Knight, 
And if there's one game series that does not need more confusing <laughs> branding, it's the Jedi Knight series. Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight 3, <laughs> Jedi Academy, colon... Jedi Outcast. Fems, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, here's some things I know about Star Wars Jedi... Star Wars colon Jedi colon Fallen Order. No... Star Wars Jedi, colon, Fallen Order. Uh, it does have Star Wars colon in some places. I think the Wikipedia page has a Christ. colon. <laughs> I think I've looked this up on Export Audio before. <laughs> I'm positive I have, but I am. I just want to know where the brand is at. We, were, we talked a lot about Star Wars as a brand today. Okay. Um, okay. Also, I just saw... I just, on this page, was given a mild... Uh, Okay, I just saw a masked character's face for the first time by looking at this Wikipedia page, but that's fine. On Wikipedia, um, it is Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. I am assuming that this is the official branding of Star Wars Je like um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I didn't realize that this game is. I knew this at one time and had totally forgotten about it. This game is taking place at the exact same time that Force Unleashed was taking place in old canon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that, but I'd totally forgotten that this is a between episodes three and four game. Because we can't do anything new. But also, like, this is the identity of Star Wars. Yeah, like, this is... Um, I also... They really fucked it by making it a 20-year time gap. Yeah. It's really hard to, like... I don't know. Yeah. Um, one, I I knew that when they announced that this game, like, that was definitely, like, how they announced it, was that it was going to be between the trilogies. Um, but somehow in my mind, in, the like, the last couple months, I'd just forgotten that and was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be really cool to have a game between uh, the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy because I just... Something you said to me the other day is that The Mandalorian is kind of the first big, like, side project they've done in the new trilogy, you know? Um... Obviously the books. Obviously been around, the books and like, the comics. Until recently, like this the space between six and seven has been left largely blank. There have been some books in there, but like not nearly as many as you would think. Um, and this is the first big ex exploration of that time period in this way of like Mandalorian is definitely bigger than mm -hmm. books. Like if and we were using the canon scale of expanded universe, it would be a higher canon than the books, um, and until like episode nine was finalized, I, I imagine that they intentionally left that space. Yeah, that's what you were saying to me was that like, if you're Disney, you probably like, you wait until episode nine is basically finished to start filling in blanks because like you don't want to have the Mandalorian come out in 2016 and like make something really concrete that then The Last Jedi has to bend over to... Oh, I can't imagine what The Mandalorian would make really concrete and that everything else in Star Wars has to kind of acknowledge. Yeah. I can't imagine what detail Mandalorian would, would drop. I, uh, don't worry about it. You're oh. referencing something that the I don't... The thing that you know from today that I told you about over lunch. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know that every Star Wars thing has it's, to acknowledge that. Uh, but they're lifting the Lucensian mandate that we cannot explain what that is, and now we are going to talk about it for the first time. I may, I've really lost the thread, and I'm sure the listeners don't even have a thread to pick up. George Lucas said, we don't talk about Yoda. Okay. We don't talk about Yoda. Okay. We don't talk about what his species is. We don't talk about where he came from. We don't talk about Yoda. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So this is something you oblique, you briefly referenced a second ago in the podcast, and you explained to me off mic the other day, and I'm going to try and summarize it. You tell me if I'm okay, wrong, okay? Yes. Go for it. Um, that back in the day, back before the buyout, there were Before tears, the dark times. Before the dark times. <laughs> before the empire took over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were tears to what was canon. Yes. Um, because some Star Wars things were more canonical than others. And let me... There's one big hilarious thing that I remember about this. Um... And then, like, I'll try to, like, remember how the rest goes, which is that at the top, the S rank, the most canon a thing could be is something George Lucas says. Yes. And then right below that is the films. (laughs) Right below things George says is the films, (laughs) which is hilarious. Um, I'm going to try and find it. I am just going to reply to something on Twitter real quick. Okay. Um... Below films, I think you said was books. Then I'm trying to think of what other media there even is. Like books, games, um, comics, audio dramas. Is that am I in the ballpark here? I'm sorry. You're not listening I'm to trying me, which to is... find the like list of tiers because they have names. Okay. But yeah, I just yeah, I don't remember what the Oh, it was um like George Lucas said in some random interview in like 1985 like the name of the planet that Obi-Wan is from yes. and then like the prequels then have to bend over backwards to make sure that you know not even the prequel no. movies, but the prequel books have to bend over backward to obey the the law of George. <laughs> I think I'm trying to remember the names of the tiers because they have um, TV Tropes has a page called Canon Immigrant for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that a character who's canonically an immigrant? No. Or a character that has mi- migrated, migrated from... old canon to new canon, like a Thrawn. Um, like a Thrawn. <laughs> You and I also, um, uh, to in our laundromat conversation, um, we're joking about like. I think there will come a day, in like, let's say twenty twenty five. That seems like a good number to put on this. Um, that like, Disney, they've ended some big moment. They've ended some big phase of their plan uh, for Star Wars. They've you know, cemented the next trilogy and they're trying to pick a new direction to follow after that. They're like, they have a couple different directions they can take the franchise from there and they don't really know what they're doing next. And so like during this, some editor at Marvel comics is like, we're going to bring back old Canon. 
fuck it, let's bring back old canon. And so like a force ghost of Luke from New Jedi Order appears to like Ray in between episodes nine and 10 and is like, Ray, I need your help. You need to come over to this forgotten timeline that has been abandoned and save us from the Vong or whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. I think that's gonna be amazing when that happens. Someday it will happen that someday at Disney isn't watching and some asshole in some book is going to acknowledge old canon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that will just be a thing that we all have to live with for the rest of our lives. Or... Or, like, the hammer of Disney will come down and, like, that book will be stricken from the record, which would also be very funny to watch. Um, okay, I have the list. You have the list. G canon, T canon, C canon, S canon, N canon, and D canon. Okay, <laughs> at some point I was thinking, this is not worth waiting for, Nora. <laughs> this is, mm, I don't know why you're looking so hard for this. And now that you've said the words G-Cannon, T-Cannon, I'm like, no, actually, it was worth it the whole time. G, T, C, and S cannons together form the overall Star Wars continuity. Mm-hmm. Those are the first four tiers. Okay. Uh, each and ascending level typically overrode the lower ones. For example, Boba Fett's backstory was radically altered in Attack of the Clones, forcing the retcon of older source material to fall in line with the new G-Canon backstory. So G-Canon is George Lucas canon. Okay. I just found the actual thing. Okay. G-Canon is George Lucas canon. The six episodes and any statements by George Lucas, including unpublished production notes from him or his production department that are never seen by the public. <laughs> this is this is the best version of auteur theory. <laughs> George Lucas can never be wrong about what Star Wars is. Um, elements originating with Lucas in the movie novelizations, reference books, and other sources are, were also G-canon, though anything created by the authors of those sources was C-canon. I, When the films were changed, the newest editions were deemed to take canonical pre precedence over older ones as they corrected mistakes, improved consistency between the two trilogies, and expressed Lucas's current vision of the Star Wars universe most closely. The deleted the deleted scenes included on DVDs were also considered G-canon when they didn't conflict with the movie. So even within the top tier of canon, I'm yelling, even within the top tier of canon, there is there are pieces that are only if they don't... See, here's what I'm wondering, right? Yeah. I was about to say email. This didn't, email did not exist in 1981. Mm -hmm. But what happens if Lawrence, if if George Lucas sends Lawrence Kasdan some notes of saying, "I think this should happen," and Lawrence Kasdan like writes him a letter back saying, "No, no, no, this should happen," and George doesn't reply to those, but they're then put into the movie. Like, what's... <laughs> Don't ask me. Like, T-Canon is television canon. <laughs> Referred to the canon level comprising the feature film Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh-huh. And the television show Star Wars The Clone Wars. It would have also included the ultimately unproduced Star Wars live-action TV series, which uh, never happened. I didn't know that was a thing that was... That was going to happen like a decade ago, and it never did. It never came together. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, it was devised more recently in order to define a status above the C-level canon as confirmed by Chi. I don't know who that is, but uh, T-canon. No, C-canon. I already did T-canon. C-canon is continuity canon. Okay. 
consisting of all recent works and many older works released under the name of Star Wars. Books, comics, games, cartoons, non-theatrical films, and more. Games were a special case as generally only the stories were sea canon, while things like stats and gameplay may not have been. (laughs) (laughs) So the other day when we were looking up the stat readout of Drizzt in 3rd edition, Uh like... (laughs) Narrative is canon. Mechanics are not canon. Right, so... If in KOTOR you've got Darth Revan's stats, those are not canon but, necessarily. But like, if you like are playing Force Unleashed Evil and you use the lightning, <laughs> okay. that's not canonical. Okay. The, the, the cutscenes are canonical. Because the bad ending of Force Unleashed is not canon. Well, well no ending of Force Unleashed <laughs> is canon. <laughs> yeah, the, the evil endings aren't, aren't canon. Uh, they're weird. This is something I said the to you. The evil ending of Force Unleashed 2 ends with you being killed by yourself and yes. replaced. Yes. Uh, and the evil ending of Force Unleashed 1 is you... Kill Palpatine, No, you die trying to fight Palpatine, I'm okay. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you still die. I think you kill Palpatine. I think maybe you also kill Palpatine, but you definitely don't make it out of that game alive. One. No, wait, you do. You don't kill Palpatine because you could turn into the Sith, the Sith Hunter. With right. the other outfit with the claw... Right. And so then you have the DLC where you fight like Ben Kenobi on Tatooine and you kill Chewbacca on the Forest Moon of Endor and also Han Solo. <laughs> There's some really cool shit in the evil in the evil side of the Force Unleashed games. It's really fun. Okay. We have been um I what? Are you going to try and get me off this train? Because there's no getting off of this train. <laughs> no, no. The planet's dying, Cloud. <laughs> we... <laughs> <laughs> Planets dying, Han. <laughs> two two quick things. Yes. One, we have been um, for a little bit talking about a, a mini series called "Do You Remember This Shit," mm-hmm. where we watch uh, we watch like cutscenes from Metal Gear and just like like, do you remember this bullshit that happens in Metal Gear? Uh-huh. Star Wars: First Unleashed, excellent candidate. Oh yes. c- candidate for uh, do you remember this shit? Uh-huh. Um, you, two, can, you can do Corruption Kink to Luke Skywalker. Continue. Something I said to you at the laundromat. I bet to you. I bet Disney had a meeting where there was like, we're we're definitely getting rid of the EU, but there's like three executives that think we should keep the EU around, um, and we're gonna have an argument about it. We're gonna make this decision. We're gonna have a meeting and decide this. And one executive just said. The Force Unleashed exists, and everybody's like, yeah, we should just axe the EU. (laughs) Yeah, we gotta get rid of that. (laughs) Um, They also offered non- Games also offered non-canonical options to the player, such as choosing female gender for a canonically male character. C-canon elements have appeared in the movies, making them G-canon. Examples include the name Coruscant, Swoop Bikes, Quinlan Voss, Ayla Secura, YT-2400 Freighters, and Action 6 Transports. Um, so elements that make it into the movies are become are uplifted yes. in the canon. Yes. S-canon is secondary canon. The materials were available to be used or ignored as needed by authors. The Splinter of the mind's <clears throat> eye. This included mostly older works such as much of the original Marvel Star Wars comics that predated a consistent effort to maintain continuity. It also contained certain elements of a few otherwise end canon stories and other things that may not fit just right, which is a quote. 
Uh, many formerly S-canon elements were elevated to C-canon through their inclusion in more recent works by continuity-minded authors, while many other older works, such as the Han Solo adventures, were accounted for in continuity from the start, despite their age, and thus were always C-canon. D-canon is Detours canon, used for material hailing from Star Wars Detours. That's the end of that section. What's Star Wars Detours? We'll get there. It was, I think it's the, the comedy show that got axed right before the Disney buyout. Just gonna Google this real quick. You keep talking. Because uh, Dex, Dex Jetster or whatever. What the fuck am I looking at? This is terrible. Oh, I hate that sheave. Oh, that sheave makes me upset. It was kind of funny, if I remember right. And then N canon is non canon. What if stories such as stories published under the Infinities label? Those are pretty cool. Uh, and anything else directly and irreconcilably contradicted by higher canon ended up here, and was the only level that was not considered canon by Lucasfilm. Information cut from canon, deleted scenes, or cancelled Star Wars works fell into this category as well, unless another canonical work referenced it and it was declared canon. They let the robot chicken guys make a Star Wars TV show? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas did. George said... W would have... George said, sure, Seth, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, it's been on hiatus since 2012, not canceled. Two seasons of the show exist. Really? Two. I only saw a trailer. Although roughly two seasons of the show exist, they have never been released oh, to the public. Okay. Since the since the Walt Disney Company's acquisition of Lucasfilm in 2012, the show has been on hiatus to allow Lucasfilm Animation to focus on other projects. Wikipedia doesn't put focus on other projects in air quotes. That's an autumn original. <laughs> that show's canceled. What are you talking about? It'll come out someday. This show, it says created by George Lucas, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> George watched, like, a sizzle reel. It was like, huh, that seems pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I remember that. We should watch that trailer because it's there's some good jokes in there. Dexter Jetster, is that his name? I can't fucking remember that guy's name. Ahmed Best and Anthony Daniels appear in this. Uh-huh. It's it's official. Like Seth Green as Obi-Wan Kenobi is the grossest thing I've ever read in my life. I need a screenshot of that real quick. Uh, what a gross man. I don't know that Seth Green might be, like, not gross, like, morally or ethically. I don't really know anything about Seth Green. I just mean, like... I find him gross to exist near. I don't know. Just gonna post Seth Green as Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi on Twitter real quick, and then resume podcasting. Anyway, so yes, there are different levels of canon based on what media it was, and also like how it interacted with the rest of the Star Wars concept. Sorry, I'm interrupting you again because I just read the words Seth MacFarlane as Palpatine. In October 2015, during live stream, Day mentioned that the show was canceled. However, in June 2018, Lucasfilm filled a new trademark for the series. Of course, like... You don't want to let that lapse. No. There was probably tons of Star Wars, like... Trademarks, trademarks. that just get renewed yeah. every ten years. Especially under Disney. Yeah. Um, they got Billy D. Williams to be Lando. Of course what they the did. Fuck this is, is this? real. It's real. I don't know what how else to tell you. This is G. Cannon, baby. <laughs> they got Billy D. Williams, but they could not get Carrie Fisher. Of course not. Are you kidding? This is very Gen funny. Jen Hale's here. 
<sighs> okay, I'm closing this tab. Also, Weird Al Yankovic was going to be in there. But. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> see, I saw Weird Al Yankovic, but that wasn't... That was never going to be as funny, because they didn't say Weird Al Yankovic as Qui-Gon Jinn. Or Yoda. Yoda, yeah. Or um, as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I bet you that Weird Al does a good Yoda impression. I don't know. I don't want to find out. Anyway, so yeah, I had no idea that George had a, had an edict that no one was to talk about, like, where Yoda came from. I, I At some point, it was a deci- decision he made. Cause there's a trading card that has a bunch of Yodas on it, and, like, that was before Lucas started, Doesn't like... Doesn't Yoda have a brother? Shut up. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> what? Doesn't he? No. No, there's that guy on the Jedi Council who looks like Yoda. Yaddle. Yaddle. Who is not... That's I, not Yoda's brother. I was just trying to remember. There is another... Are you thinking of John Freeman, who is Gordon Freeman's brother? <laughs> <laughs> also, Yaddle is a woman. Okay. But there was another creature of Yoda's species yes. on the Jedi Council. Yes. Okay. Don't talk about it. <laughs> can Frank Oz talk about Yoda? No. What? No one can talk about Yoda. Rule Where's number F- one of Star Wars is that you can't talk about Yoda. Where's F Cannon? Where's Frank Oz Cannon? F Cannon, yeah. That's Disney, all right. <laughs> hey. Uh, anyway, now with new canon, it's just all canon. Like, yeah. It's just... It is what it is, and discrepancies are are sort of like... The example given is there's a scene from like Empire where they're the I think Admiral Piet is talking to Vader or something, and in the comic, they're all standing right next to each other because no, in the in the movie, they're standing right next to each other because they have to fit it on a screen. In the comic adaptation, they're standing farther away from each other because of the difference in the medium. And in the the audio drama, it's different another way. The important thing is that the conversation happened, not the exact details mm-hmm. of where everyone was standing. That's like the, the the examples that Disney gives as their approach to canon now, <clears throat> as I understand it, is that it's more about stories than it is about databases. Mm-hmm. And they're more focused on this happened or this didn't happen. Not this is how this happened. This is the specific, like, yeah, way this went down. Any discrepancies <clears throat> can be explained away with, it was a long time ago, the, the details mm-hmm. got. Sure. Um, but, yeah. Star Wars. I love it. Um, who are Inquisitors? Inquisitors are dark side of the force users, dark side force users, sometimes former Jedi who are trained by Vader to hunt down, like, the runaway Jedi after Order 66. Because this is another thing is that you mentioned to me that there's an Inquisitor in Jedi Fallen Order, and because... There's two two Inquisitors in Jedi Fallen Order, and because, once again, the details had gotten muddied in my brain, and I thought this was between episodes six and seven... I was thinking that Inquisitors were those, were those cool red guys from Last Jedi. No, those no. are Praetorian guards. Oh, forgive me. How could I have been so silly? <laughs> um, this the cover for Jedi Fallen Order is really good. Oh yeah, something I was telling you, something else I was telling you with the laundromat is that Jedi Fallen Order seems really cool. Um, 
I guess the the thing that I'm grappling with in my affection for Star Wars right now, which, you know, as we know, I have much less affection for Star Wars than you do. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with Star Wars. Uh, I'm going to look up something. I'm going to look up something right now. Um, Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> Okay. Jedi Outcast came out in 2002. And then the year that... I think that's also the year that Battlefront came out, the first one. I thought Battlefront was 03. That could be right. That could be right. And then Revenge of the Sith, Battlefront 2, and the first LEGO Star Wars game all came out, like, within a couple months of each other. Like, Battlefront 2 and... Lego Star Wars came out like the week before Revenge of the Sith came out, which was hilarious because you could play through Revenge of the Sith story mode in Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could just find out what happened in the movie. Not that it matters because you knew what was happening in the movie. <laughs> that would be a weird way to do it. Imagine playing Rise of Skywalker now as a Lego game. I'm going to double check that this is true just to like... Um, well, you just went opened it and then immediately looked away from it. Yeah, because I I knew that um I knew what I was doing. Don't worry. Lego Star Wars the video game, uh, retroactively branded as such. Oh no, it's always said the video game on the on the cover. This cover's hilarious. It's great. Uh, came out <clears throat> four days th- after. Four days after. Okay. You just have the release date of Revenge shut of the up. Sith memorized. You just you have that one on the fucking t- mouth. <laughs> I want everybody to know that I did not tab over <laughs> to Revenge of the Sith. I opened a tab with Revenge of the Sith's release date, <laughs> and that's in the other. That t- you can't see that tab. You looked at 29 March 2005 on the Lego Star Wars page, and you're like, "Yeah, that's four days after." Um, Revenge of the Sith came out because you just knew immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. The only one I know is that A New Hope came out on May 25th. That's the only one I hey, know. guess what? Huh. Revenge of the Sith also came out on May 25th. Well, this came out on March 29th. That's what I meant. If, if Revenge of the Sith came out on... Revenge of the Sith came out on May 15th. So Fuck. Lego Star Wars came out a full-ass month before... I got mixed up. Shut up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Lego Star Wars came out two, March 29th. Two months. A month and a half. Okay. A month and a half. I got I got fucked up because I knew it was five. I didn't remember it was 15 instead of 25. You could very easily... That game's not long. Yeah, You no. could play through the... Revi- you Who could cares? 100% no percent that time. <laughs> that game... You can watch all the cutscenes and know what Jura- happens. Jurassic Park for See, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then, like, Battlefront 2 came out very, very shortly after, I think. I'll Google that real quick, but I'm sure I'm going to get the wrong Battlefront 2. No, you click that instead of the 2000... Okay. Battlefront 2 came out October, thir- October 31st, 2005. So, yeah. Um, Happy 14th birthday. Like... That was that was the moment that I was falling in love with Star Wars. Everything, like, Revenge of the Sith and the games released around <clears> it. Um, not the game released about it. That game's terrible. 
What? The Revenge of the Sith video game for PS2. But for the DS, it's fucking great. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you, we've talked about this mm -hmm. before. It's the same as a Game Boy Advance version, just with a 3D, like, flight, dogfight, multiplayer mode attached to it. Right. Um. Anyway, Um. and so the thing is that Jedi Outcast, Battlefront 2, um, which I think, I don't think I got Jedi Outcast in 2002. I think I probably got Jedi Outcast in 2005. Um, or maybe 2004, you know, mm -hmm. anyway, like that was, um, that's a lot of different visions of Star Wars. That's, yeah, you, we've definitely looked at this before. I definitely had a friend who had that on Game Boy Advance. Um, I'm just looking at screens from the Game Boy Advance adaptation of the movie and it's fucking great. The sprites are so good. Those are good sprites. I'm gonna put. I'm oh gonna yeah, this. I remember listening to them rank that on Let's Place one time. <laughs> anyway, 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 those are all very different versions of Star Wars. 2005 was, you know, Revenge of the Sith was coming out, <clears throat> and Star Wars could be a million different things. Um, ever since the Disney buyout, Star Wars is one thing, kinda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Star Wars. All Star Wars has become those Ollie Moss posters of the original trilogy. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I know that like between Battlefront and Battlefront 2 and Fallen Order, there's definitely a coherent aesthetic to the UI. Yeah. There's a very minimalistic UI at play that I really like. Yeah, I definitely... Listen, you will not hear me complaining about like um, the Ollie Moss Star Wars posters. I just think that like... the Oh, these. All... Everything Star Wars like kind of fits into this aesthetic these days, and there's nothing, there's not a damn thing wrong with that. It's most like if you look at it, it's mostly Return of the Jedi, right? Like that's the logo for everything for Battlefront for Fallen Order. Yeah, the, the Return of the Jedi logo is the like defining aesthetic for, which the, is weird. The UI for it's not. I guess it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I guess the thing with the Return of the Jedi logo is that it's. Um, the Empire <laughs> logo is more iconic, you know? The Empire logo is very, like, 1980. Yes, the Empire logo is very... <laughs> the Return of the Jedi logo kind of exists outside of time a yeah. little bit. Star Wars definitely dated... Yeah, that's appearance. a 1977-ass that logo. <laughs> that can be great. <clears throat> Not really going to work for Fallen Order. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Also, I like. I always love it when people just call A New Hope Star Wars. I do too. It's fun. I try to call it that as much as possible, but it's always confusing. <laughs> yeah, so don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like this poster, just calling it Star Wars, it's good. It's good. It's 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 fun. Uh, That's not the name of the movie, but yeah, it's called Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It's Star Wars: colon Episode Four hyphen A New Hope M dash A New Hope. Is that it? Is that the official way they brand these things? Oh, I have I have the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah Star Wars uh -huh. colon Episode Three M dash Revenge of the Sith. Best branding ever. <laughs> yeah, even Episode Three, like that's got pretty similar to the Return of the Jedi font mm -hmm. going on. Um, the episode I forgot the theatrical poster for um, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Fucking whips. Yeah, it's got that one good shot of Anakin from with the blinds. The thing I think of, I think of, um, the, the main thing, all Star Wars posters, 
I kind of think of as those DVDs that came out after Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. The one that I own. Yeah, the one that you own. Because there was a unified aesthetic to all six DVD covers. Yeah. And so I think of that. And those are those are good. <clears throat> There's those new are ones functional. for Google Play. Like for are the there? digital things. Huh. There's like a different one. I those think. those serve their purpose. But the, the actual trailer or the actual theatrical poster for Revenge of the Sith whips ass. Um, I had a cursed idea just now. Um, <laughs> at the top of the Wikipedia page, uh, Star Wars 3 redirects here. For the third film released, see Return of the Jedi. Very funny. For the video game, see Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith video oh, it's, game. <clears throat> it's for the Blu-rays. Oh, I don't like those as much as the old DVD They're ones. They're all color-coded. Yeah, I don't like these Blu-ray covers. I like the Phantom Menace one. The Phantom Menace one's okay. The Phantom Menace one bothers me because in my head, I think of Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is coded as a red movie in my brain because of Darth Maul. Okay, I don't I don't have that one, but And A New Hope is coded as a blue movie in my brain because the DVD cover has Luke's blue lightsaber. Well, on the the VHS box set I have. Yeah. Star Wars is, I think, blue. Empire is red and Jedi. Maybe. Empire might be purple and Jedi is green. Jedi is green. That's the the two, the the ones I have most strongly in my head. Revenge of the Sith is definitely red um, because of red lightsaber. Um, Revenge of the Sith is red? Yes. Because of Mustafar. Yeah, because of Mustafar. Uh, I also think of Phantom Menace as red, so that's confusing. I think of Phantom Menace as blue. Okay. Anyway. Um, I mean, the Attack of the Clones co- Blu-ray cover is just brown. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to do something real quick, which is I'm going to open... Um, Eponymous 1977 film. Oh, that 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 covers good. I'm opening tabs for each the of nine, the nine Jedi I don't think Star I've Wars seen films. The nine. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. We're just gonna go through. Are we gonna rank these? We're gonna rank these. We're just gonna do like sing, like we don't have a let's, bracket. We'll let's just, do a let's do a letter grade on each of these. Let's do a TKO. Okay. We start with Phantom Menace, and then we compare it to the next one, and see, pick which one moves on. And okay. Compare it to the, yeah. Okay. So Phantom Menace. Fan, Phantom we Menace. Got, we know, got Darth Maul in the background. We got the Qui Gon Jinn in the center. Um, uh, slightly, slightly elevated center. The main center is young Anakin, mm-hmm. Padme over one shoulder, Obi Wan to his side. It's the cover of the the PS One game. You know it. You love it. I I like this one. It is not the most evocative Star Wars art for sure. No. Um, I love this. The Attack of the Clones one is dorky in the perfect way. It's so good. It's so Jango good. Jango Fett is right in the middle for some fucking reason. Jango <laughs> Fett is so prominent on this poster. <laughs> Jango Fett's fucking... Jango Fett is arguably more prominently featured than Obi-Wan on this poster. I would say so, yeah. Um, It's weird, but yeah. I love this poster so much. I think it's better than Phantom Menace. Um... Obviously, Anakin and Padme are, like, mm-hmm. the biggest parts of this poster, but, like, Jango Fett is, like, like kind of pulling your eye away from them a little the bit. The movie that this implies is beautiful, and I wish we had God. 
Like, Attack of the Clones is my favorite prequel because of, like, the other version of it in my head that is, like, like really leans into certain aspects of it that are already present. Attack of the Clones is definitely the Star Wars movie I am the least familiar with in 2019. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There's definitely a time where I watched that movie a billion times. Yoda to man. I probably haven't seen Attack of the Clones since I was, like, 12 or 13, since I had a falling out with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Because I went through a phase of I was too cool for Star Wars, um, and I watched the original trilogy again and fell back in love with Star Wars. But at that moment, I was not ready to accept into my heart that the prequels are good. Uh, yeah, I watched, they're, they're good, actually. I watched Phantom Menace and was like, this fucking sucks ass, and I skipped Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, Atta- they, Attack of the Clones. You know, Think about the prequels. They get a little bit less racist as they go on. Revenge of the Sith is a great movie. <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. It's fucking incredible. Now let's see turn left, turn right. Yeah, exactly. So I think we take Attack of the Clones into the next one. Yes. So Attack this of the Clones a- versus uh, Revenge of the Sith. What are we feeling about this poster? I like the Revenge of the Sith poster a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's strong. It's strong. I don't think it's as good as the last one. I don't think it's good. The the Revenge of the Sith has the incredible shot of Obi-Wan and Anakin dueling. Mm-hmm. Um, also next to it is Yoda to Man. Also next to it is Yoda to Man. <laughs> and the Vader in the background, the Vader looming over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Very good, symbolic. We love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's the everything around the everything between Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin and Vader. All that stuff, bad. I would say, to prove it, you would just have the two lightsabers cross, in, cutting the poster into four pieces. Left side is Anakin, right side is Obi-Wan. They have the same color lightsaber. It's a big blue X. Top is just Darth Vader mask looming. Bottom is like, I don't know, Padme or something. Or like the droids or some other like smaller Yeah, or, 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 or even just the logo. So just, just the logo. You really frame it as... As this is what the core of the movie is. Yeah. Which is not. But. It's not, but it is. <laughs> it's the it's in the movie that the tr- promotional material implies it is. Yeah. Now we're gonna take uh, Attack of the Clones and compare it to the original Star Wars. This is not my favorite version of this poster. The version on Wikipedia. This no, this isn't the version on Wikipedia is the one that I don't like with um Luke's got his like extending the lightsaber over his head. This is the one they head. referenced later with Ray. This is not the one I like. There's a different poster for uh, 77 Star Wars that I like way better. I mean, I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah. Um it's also got like Leia looking sexy. It's got the droids. I don't even think Han is on this. No. Han and the Han and Chewie aren't on that. You want the one with the gun. I want the one the one my favorite piece of Star Wars anything is the poster with Luke aiming his blaster right the fuck at you. Is that this one? That's that one. Yeah. This is my favorite Star Wars thing ever. I had this poster hanging in my room for this years. This poster's fucking good. That poster's fucking so good. So which one are we going to use for this? Okay. Here's the thing. Is that this would win for me. Like, this would just beat everything because this is so iconic to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And so I think... That's a better, you've scrolled to a better colored a better colored version of the poster we're looking at. I think we should take this inferior one that Wikipedia is using, 
only because we can then advance Attack of the Clones, which is more yes. fun. It's more fun. Yeah. Okay. So Attack of the Clones right now. Best Star Wars just poster. For those following along, we are just basing it on the Wikipedia pages for the movies. Just go to Wikipedia, just open it, like, you'll know. It goes right on the website. It goes right on the site. Uh, oh, I forgot the Empire poster yeah. fucking rips. It's so good. Like, Luke is barely on this poster. <laughs> Luke is technically but you can on the hear poster. the music. Yeah, you, you can. You can hear the music when you look at this poster. Yes. Like, Vader's huge. They don't even use the bottom half of this poster. It's, ice. it's just snow they, and ice. They know that they have such a gorgeous image of, like, Han and Leia and, like, Vader in the top half of this image that they don't even use the bottom. They, this fuck is that fucking shit. great. This is fucking incredible. Now let's tab back over to Attack of the Clones and see yeah, how we yeah. feel Empire, about your... <laughs> Empire kind of takes that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the Clones is way funnier because of Django Fett. <laughs> I think that the Empire poster is actually beautiful. The Empire poster is actually beautiful. Attack of the Clones, Clones, it's not nearly as beautiful, but it is beautiful, I think. I think Attack of the Clones is the one that most leans into the alternate 77 poster that we saw with... Uh, yes. This is also... Yeah, on Attack of the Clones and the Empire poster, these two posters are, you know, the most operatic posters. Yes, exactly. Like this is exactly the, what I want from Star Wars. All the other ones are about, you know, Star Wars. Like yes. Luke pointing his gun at you is about wars in the stars. Mm -hmm. Empire and Attack of the Clones understand that what you want is space melodrama. <laughs> Yes, this is what I crave. Space opera. Yes. Melodrama in space. Yes. So, we're at an impasse here. Uh, Empire, objectively better. Yes. Attack of the Clones has Jango Fett <laughs> taking up a huge amount of real estate. <laughs> uh, listen, the actor who plays Django, great. Deserves way more money. Yes. In my opinion. Yes. Should be top build. <laughs> <laughs> Should like appear more in Star Wars things now, because he's old. He's like at the right age to just play Boba in new movies. If they wanted to put Boba in the movies, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, what was I gonna say? You know, I'm really familiar with Star Wars because I'm on a first name basis with Boba Fett. <laughs> here's how. Here's how the credits should roll. On Attack of the Clones, credits start rolling, and you start seeing the most prominently featured actors. It should go: Ewan McGregor, guy who plays Jango Fett, and then Hayden Christensen. I'm going to say his name um, on the podcast once I find it, uh, just so that cast Timura Morrison. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh! I've clicked down to cast for Attack of the Clones. And I think if you want, I can quickly read you the story of how Hayden Christensen was cast in this film. Okay. <laughs> um, Hayden Christensen is Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan's gifted Padawan apprentice. He is believed to be the chosen one of Jedi prophecy destined to bring balance to the Force. In the ten years since The Phantom Menace, he has grown powerful but arrogant and believes that Obi-Wan is holding him back. 
A large search for an actor to portray Anakin, per, portray Anakin Skywalker was performed. Lucas auditioned various actors, mostly unknown, before ca casting Christensen. <gasps> Among the many established actors who were auditioned were Jonathan Brandis, Ryan Philippe, Colin Hanks, and Paul Walker! What the fuck? Imagine that alternate timeline! <laughs> Paul Walker! Would he not be in Fast and Furious? I don't know. I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio also met with Lucas for the role, but was, quote, definitely unavailable, according to DiCaprio publicist Ken Sunshine. Co-star Natalie Portman later told Time magazine that Christensen gave a great reading. He could simultaneously be scary and really young. Um, True? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this cast list also has Christopher Lee as Count Dooku slash Darth Tyrannus. I always forget that he has a Darth name, because of course he does. Yeah. Like, he has to. He's Darth Tyrannus. Also, Count Dooku is not his birth name. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Darth Tyrannus. No, I'm just saying, like, is not his given name. Yeah. Um, There's a whole story about how he becomes a Count. <laughs> Ahmed Best is Delicate, delicate Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> um, delicate Jar Jar Binks. Um, like... I, Okay, Jar Jar is called Delegate Jar Jar Binks, but Bail Organa is not called Senator Bail Organa. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> that's fucked. Um, I didn't remember Sio Bibble still being in that movie. Anyway. Okay, <clears throat> so we are advancing here. The Empire. We're are we advancing the Empire poster? Uh, did you, I think I think okay. I've I've accepted that objectively Empire is better. Return of the Jedi, good. It's pretty good. The top half better than the bottom half. I uh, definitely think, right off the bat, um, <clears throat> that uh, Jedi or, or that Empire Strikes Back is better. But I want to yes. acknowledge that Jedi is really good. I think that the Luke here and the Vader and everything above that is great. Yes. Um, the Han is good. Yeah, everything below that is like, oh, you just kind of like pasted everyone in. Everyone is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not as much like cohesion to this one, I feel like. Also, also listen, I know why you put Slave Leia on the poster. I understand why you sorry. do that. It's called Hut Slayer Leia. I'm glad you it's, gave me something else to say because I did feel weird about Slave Leia. It's it's branded as Hut Slayer. Didn't it used to be branded yeah, as Slave Leia? Definitely. Before the Disney or buyout. maybe Slave Girl Leia. I forget exactly the, the the branding on that one. I used to look at a lot of Slave Girl porn on Tumblr.com. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that a different thing? That's a. Anyway. You want to uh, cut that, or are you feeling good about that one? <laughs> <sighs> the in the preamble, the first section of um, the Wikipedia page, um, in 2019, a series titled The Mandalorian premiered, which was set five years after the film. You know some Disney intern just decided to put The Mandalorian on the um, Return uh -huh. of the Jedi Wikipedia page just to, like, Maybe I can just remind people the Mandalorian exists because there's no reason for the Mandalorian to be on this Wikipedia page. I mean, the previous sentence is about how it was like followed by other trilogies. So yeah, I it makes sense to put it there. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Also, 
minor quibble about this Return of the Jedi poster. Well, hold on. The Wikipedia page is just Return of the Jedi, but the other, the, and Empire is just The Empire Strikes Back, but the other three are Star Wars colon the Empire, like, episode yes, whatever, M-dash. Because when Phantom Menace came out, it was branded as Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And when Star Wars came yes. out, it was branded as Star Wars. So they have, on Wikipedia, they just use whatever the original branding was. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also how you end up misgendering the Wachowski sisters. This is, like, what this policy leads you to, of, like, always keeping the original branding and not the, like, current... Mm-hmm. I just realized I referred to Lily and Lana's new names as branding. <laughs> <laughs> but the re- old name was branding, was literally branding. The yes. Wachowski brothers was like a brand. Yes. That they, yeah. Autumn, June, I've rebranded myself. <laughs> I've gone through a couple rebrands. Yeah, yo, same. <laughs> anyway, um, can I have a minor quibble about this Return of the Jedi poster? I have a lot of quibbles with this poster. Go ahead. Um, They've chosen the wrong color scheme. Because they've chosen... There's no a, green. Yeah, they've chosen a blue color scheme here. And you have the... Mm. Luke is holding his new lightsaber with the green. This this lightsaber is supposed to be green. Look at that hilt. Yeah, I know the hilt. Yeah, you know that hilt. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be a green lightsaber. There's a blue light shooting out of that lightsaber. Let me take a closer look. Is this actually Obi-Wan's saber? Because the hilts look very similar. Cool, it's a 400 by 200 fucking image of... Okay, yeah, just zoom just in. Fuck. Yeah, just zoom Enhance. in. Yeah, I don't fucking know. That could be Obi-Wan's saber. Um, they have the same top half. I don't remember what Obi-Wan's lightsaber looks like. Well, Obi-Wan's lightsaber in the... Like, later on is different from his episode one saber. See? That... Okay. Yeah. It, that could be Obi-Wan's lightsaber. I Just saying... I don't know what level. Why of, would it be though? I don't know what level of canon uh, the posters are. <laughs> well, because Luke based his new design on Obi Wan's. Okay. Anyway, so we're advancing I he, Empire. Here. I think it's canon that he went to Ben's hut and like found pieces uh, to like construct his new lightsaber. I think that's true. I don't know that. I don't know for sure. Anyway, this poster sucks. We're taking Empire into the next into the new I don't era. This poster would beat some others, but it's not. It's le- low. It's maybe like the fourth best one. Force Awakens. We all know this one. I don't. I think this. There's a sucks. really good composition here that they then overcrowd with bullshit. Yeah. Like, the Kylo Ren, the red lightsaber, lining up with Ray's staff, uh, John Boyega over here. Mm-hmm. But like. But then they have everyone in the middle. They have everyone in the middle. Poe is not featured on this very prominently at all. I can't tell you where Poe is at on this poster. I can tell you where Phasma is at and not Poe. Oh, cool. This poster's also fucking tiny as hell. Phasma's right there. Phasma is pulling, like, some Jango Fett duty here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess that's Poe right there next to Phasma to the top left. Yeah. Poe, like, so small on this poster that this 400 by 400 Wikipedia image... Not really. Carrie Fisher barely edging in a little glance yeah. behind, from behind Han Solo. Yeah, she's like trying to push Harrison down <laughs> in the photo. <laughs> anyway, uh, this one's fine. I don't think it's better than Empire. Here's the... It's definitely not better than Empire. 
The thing about this poster is that, like, Disney could absolutely commission an Ollie Moss or someone to do a really tasteful rendition. There's a good basic composition here that they then fill with bullshit on Force Awakens. But this is also like, hey, Star Wars is back. Hey, Star Wars is back. So that's why Your it's friends like are all here. That's why it's like that. Um, um, Last Jedi, ooh. Last Jedi, I forgot how good this poster is. These it's posters so are so fucking small on Wikipedia. What is up with this? Okay. Um, this is fucking great. It's the red and white one with Big Luke. <gasps> oh my god. Bigger Luke? It's Bigger Luke. He's here. That's how much bigger he is. This is Biggest Luke. Bigger Luke is only a little bit taller, also known as Mark Hamill. This is Biggest okay. Luke. We're all... <laughs> we're all very worried about episode 9, JJ undoing a lot of the bolder things that Ryan Johnson did. We're all like, okay, but JJ's just going to kind of do what he did with The Force Awakens and rehash a bunch of fanservice bullshit and... It's fine. We, we've all predicted this. What no one has predicted is that JJ will bring back Luke for episode nine. And I would like to posit to you that JJ is going to make bigger Luke canon and that smaller Luke is the Luke that died. No. <laughs> bigger Luke died in episode eight and regular sized Luke shows up in episode nine. <laughs> what if, no, I was just gonna say, what if Luke showed up? <laughs> in the same way that Arnold shows up in Terminator Salvation, where he shows up for like a 30 second fight scene. <laughs> But no, um, this poster is really good. I don't think it beats Empire. Like I have a, a a spot of bitterness in me for Empire for like completely overblowing a lot of people's perception of Star Wars, especially dads, especially yeah. my dad. But like that poster is really fucking good. Here's the here's the other thing um, that we have not talked about, which is that <clears throat> the old posters are all paintings, because that's yeah. how movie posters used to be. And... The prequels this, were also paintings. The prequels are also paintings, but less good paintings. Fair. That's very fair. This is all photos of people yes. constructed in Photoshop. This was almost certainly constructed in Photoshop. And there's nothing wrong with Photoshop. There's nothing wrong with pictures of humans. But at the end... <laughs> But, quite frankly, these pictures of... If this was a painting, if these were paintings of John Boyega and Oscar Isaac and Daisy Ridley, I would like this poster better. Uh-huh. Um, so... Hi, listeners. <laughs> um, I tried. I really tried. We tried. tried. We tried. I, tried. I tried to get that connected tissue back. Yep. We were talking about lightsabers. Audacity... You jumped ahead. Audacity. I know. Audacity crashed. Yes. I'm explaining it to the listener. Okay. <laughs> I was you didn't explain was, it to the listener. I was literally going to, but then you interrupted me. But go ahead. You, no, you jumped go. ahead. No. Hi, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Um, Audacity crashed. We lost just probably two minutes of recording. I, we listened back, and I was like, oh, 
I'm going to finish the sentence that I was saying. Better this time. Better this time. you remembered more than just one name. <laughs> Better this time, because I remembered more than just John Boyega's <laughs> name. Uh-huh. And then um, we were going to, you know, then just repeat what we had said and yeah. keep moving. I was going to say... But we couldn't remember what we had said. That we were talking about lightsabers, and I didn't we, remember how we got there. Yeah, we ended um, up talking about lightsabers. We were making a bet. Yes. I think that if... Luke's green saber shows up in episode 9, it will be stripped for parts. I think that you say if Luke's green saber shows up, I think Luke's green saber will definitely show up and will be swung at someone at least once. That's what I'm willing to commit to. It will show up and someone will swing it at someone. I don't know... It might be something like Kylo Kylo gets the saber and uses it because it's better than his piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it did appear I forgot it does appear in the last movie. Yeah, I know. I I forgot that he's We that got Luke's, sidetracked before I could mention it, but yeah. Yeah, Luke, I forgot that Luke swings it at Kylo Ren. Yeah. It's the only time two lightsabers touch in that whole movie. Really? Yeah. Huh. That movie's pretty good. That movie's really fucking good. I don't remember if I said this before the cutoff, so I will just repeat it. <clears throat> when you... When... When the reveal of Luke, like, being a force projection happens, that's the best thing that's ever happened in a Star Wars movie, maybe. I also need you to, once we're done with this, we, you need to pull up the other two movie posters for Rogue One and Solo. Oh, I hadn't thought about Rogue One and Solo. We do also... So Empire's winning so far, but we do need to do one last comparison for a mainline film. Which is this Rise of Skywalker poster, which I think... This is my first fucking... Jesus Christ, Wikipedia! Can you please have an image larger than 300 by 300? Okay, so here's the thing about this image, is that I fucking love this. This is the best of the new canon of the oh, sequel sure. trilogy posters, for sure. Um, oh yeah, she does have a new lightsaber. She definitely has a new lightsaber. Uh, no. I, what is that lightsaber? That looks like Luke's. That looks like... I don't know. It's hard to tell. It, it's from an angle where it could be that. Also, it's a low-res image, if I had a better image. Yeah. I We can find a, a high-res image of this run real quick. We've been kind of just making do because we know all these images inside it's, and out. Also, you typed Rise, Rise of, of the Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker. Also, did you know that Skywalkers are a real thing in... Um, in oh, Wikipedia uh, doesn't even have the really good Rise of Skywalker poster. The one with Palpatine. Because there's there's the there's this pretty fucking good Rise of Skywalker uh -huh. poster. I like the which colors is, on Wikipedia better. Which is the one with the blue and red, and there's Big Ray, there's bigger Kylo. There's the there's... Millennium Falcon emerging from Ray's head, mm -hmm. and then below her is the, like the rest of the cast. Um but then we there's... finally have Oscar Isaac and John Boyega looking big. We have a cool assassin lady who I'm sure has been in the trailers and I've totally forgotten. No, I don't know who that is. I don't know who she is, but I do love her. It might be a Knight of Ren. It might be a Knight of Ren. And then down way tiny in the corner, I've just noticed a new detail now that we have this higher res image of uh, Ray and Kylo dueling. Now the other poster is much more simplistic. I... I might like this better of the two posters. Um, 
It's got a big sheave, and then it's just Ray and Kylo. It's just Ray and Kylo and a big sheave looming over them. This is really good. Lightning. Red lightning and blue lightning. Yes. Because <clears throat> sheaves blue lightning. This is pretty evocative of... This is almost exactly what I wanted that Revenge of the Sith poster to be. Yeah, totally. If you take out Sheev and make the blue and red get bigger at, as the as you go up in the image, and and like take if more, you put them in the center. Oh, sorry, if you just remove Sheev and make the two colors more vibrant and try to like evoke the last Agni Kai from Last Airbender. Yeah. Then, then this poster just trumps everything. All posters should evoke the last Agni Kai. <laughs> blue orange contrast. It's great. Yeah. Um, I even think you could do the idea that we had for Revenge of the Sith. Mm, you could mm. move these up to the center and then have a big sheave looming, looming over. I think sure. this is good, but I think putting them larger in the center would also be But do good. either of these posters do better than Empire? No. No. Empire's just really good. Empire's just really good. I d okay, here's another question. Does Empire beat um, Luke aiming his blaster down at you? It, for me, no. Luke aiming his blaster at you, that's the best Star Wars will ever be. I think I like that Empire poster more. I understand. I respect that. The thing I... The like, thing the I... The thing about it, poster, Empire's better. In terms of, like, what they imply, like, that image of Luke holding the gun, that <clears throat> that tone and that movie is what I really want. Mm-hmm. I want laser swords and knights and shit. It's great. Yeah, um... So here's what I will say as like a <clears throat> argument is that um, the Empire poster gorgeous, mm -hmm. and I think they make the right decision, which is that they had a really good, more or less square image, you know, and they put that in the top half of the poster, and bottom half of the poster is just <clears throat> ice, the logo, credits. The bottom half of the poster, nothing's going on down sure. there. Yeah. Um. And so the thing that I really like about the Luke Blaster poster is that there's a billion fucking things going on. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> so let's uh, let's check those last two. Yeah. Um, we got to do Rogue One. Oh, I don't want to close this tab. I have a tab of Ruby OPs open. Um, Rogue One is one of my favorites. I really like that movie. It means a lot to me. To me, to me, to me. Is this it? This feels oh, like a DVD Jesus cover. Uh, Rogue, I'm gonna Rogue One poster high res. That got us good results. Mm -hmm. Oh, but the next one over is also good. This one? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this. This is good. This one's great. Um, listeners, this is. This almost looks like the Battle of Kashyyyk a little bit. Um, oh, shut up. <laughs> which is, you know... It's Scarif. Rebels on the um, it's on the, the team. It's actually the crew. It's, it's just, the crew. They're just not, not posted as heroes on the... Because they're not. <laughs> because these people die. Um, it's stormtroopers crossing the water. It is the Death Star looking fucking massive. You've got some X-Wings. You've got some trees on fire. This is good. This is like... And at the very top, it just says, A Rebellion Built on Hope. Yeah. It's fucking good. This poster's great. It's not the main poster, though. Um, the main poster, which I have pulled up on Pinterest now... Uh-huh. 
I would really just love to view image. I'm not going to be able to do that, it seems like. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Okay. View image. This is a much more traditional movie poster. Mm -hmm. Down at the bottom, mm -hmm. we just have the Empire marching. We've got, we've got, um, you know, the Death Star. Here's a very rad thing. You got the Death Star. We would only notice this with this nice high-res poster. Death Star, and then Vader in the shadow part of the Death Star. Mm -hmm. um, looming in the way that he so often does in these photos. And then Boris just, Whitaker made it onto the poster. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Forrest. Sagarero um, owns. I love him. Um, and then, yeah, like, I can't remember her name. Jin Erso. I was trying to think of the actress's name, which I'm sure is on here somewhere. I, I kept wanting to call her Daisy Ridley, but that's definitely not it. Is the... I have anyway. a name in my head. I don't know if it's the right one. I'm not going to say it. Here's the thing. Fuck. Jin Erso... This poster is really good. It's got Jen Erso. It's got the whole crew looking big. Um, it's this poster casts them as the heroes. Like Jen Erso is gonna go off and be a fucking Jedi after the movie that is in this poster, you know? And that's not what this movie is, which is my favorite thing about the movie. I don't, I don't really like Rogue One. Um, I think <clears throat> there are things I like about Rogue One. Yeah. Um, so the thing about Rogue One and Solo is that they were both reworked halfway through because yeah. they both lost directors. Yes. And they and, and in addition to losing the director, they were they were reshoot. They were like there were restructurings. Like the director is not the be all end all of the movie. But yes. like they were both altered significantly throughout their production. Yeah. So yes. so there's a lot of elements of both where I'm like, oh, I can see the seams here of where. Yeah. Uh, I I have I haven't seen Rogue One since it was in theaters, so I couldn't remember why. But what you just described is definitely what my pr problem was. Was it wasn't totally cohesive, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um. But the thing that I really like about Rogue One is that I went into that movie assuming that like. I assume that, like, Riz Ahmed and this guy and that guy, they were probably going to die, but that Jin would walk out of this movie and then go be the hero of some comic books. Like, I assumed she was going to walk out of this movie the hero who just barely escaped and that we'd see her continuing adventures in... The final girl. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really cool. And when the movie came out, I called this decision brave because I was a fool <laughs> I think it's really cool that they kill her mm -hmm. um, which is a weird sentence to say I I think it is a bold choice I used to call these things brave choices I call them bold choices uh -huh. now <laughs> because I yep, really don't want Batman. to ascribe bravery to Disney <laughs> uh, yeah I saw Rogue One when I was in the closet and was feeling very isolated from lifetime friends and also um it was 2016. It was uh -huh. winter of 2016, and that's a mood to watch Rogue One in, I guess, if you haven't read Lennon yet. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was a very different person back then. It still means a lot to me. Yeah. Also, the thing I really like about Rogue One... Rogue One is the greatest movie ever when it comes out 
one year after um, The Force Awakens. Sure. Which is to say that I enjoy The Force Awakens. I think The Force Awakens is a good movie. I had a good time. I'd go watch The Force Awakens right now. I don't think it's much more than that. And I think... Um, lots of people have reset this. The Force Awakens feels like J.J. put a new hope in the microwave for three minutes mm-hmm. and then just, like, served it to you. Rogue One was the first one that was like, oh, this is, like, very different. It's it very- doesn't start with the fanfare, but it does start with a burst of, like, one note to because you're expecting the big logo, the big fanfare, and it does one note at the beginning with the first shot because you're expecting the sound. But uh-huh. then it immediately pulls it down. It like the perspective that the shot opens with is completely different. Mm-hmm. It's a it feels it feels original, um, and it, it both feels original and truer to Star Wars because um, the Force Awakens often feels to me like I've transplanted a New Hope into 2015. It feels like. I've redone A New Hope with modern film sensibilities and shot how Rogue One tonally feels very in line with A New Hope as a movie. Yeah. It feels like very much like it feels like A New Hope is the only Star Wars movie and that Rogue One doesn't give a shit about Revenge of the Sith. It doesn't give a shit about Empire. It really feels Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's using A New Hope as the text um, and getting it's, into it's those aesthetics, A New Hope, and a poster from Empire as yeah, like a, one of the posters that shows Vader using a lightsaber. Like yeah, the and that like because the Vader of Rogue One is not the Vader of A New Hope. No, it's no. the Vader of Empire. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, um, there's it's I, a difference. I don't know. I no 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 because because I remember um, I watched Rogue One. And then I went and watched A New Hope again mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, yeah, Rogue One. Like, the, the the thing that people praise so much with Rogue One is that for the first time, what I thought was, for the first time since 1977, Darth Vader feels scary. He's scary in that movie, you know? Mm. And what, what I thought was, that's the first time since 1977 that I've been scared of Darth Vader. And then I watched A New Hope, and I'm like, oh... And then I watched Empire right after that. I, like, I went through the trilogy after I watched Rogue One. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Vader's scary since the first time since 1980. Because <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. 1980, like, the duel with Luke is frightening. He's fucking tough. Yeah. He's Darth Vader. <laughs> Maybe you've heard Maybe of him. Maybe you've fucking heard of him. <laughs> like, second sister in Fallen, or- Fallen Order as, like, the fake Vader that you get in this video game. Mm-hmm. It still works. Like, yeah. she's not... She doesn't have the imposing figure of Vader, but she does have a helmet Do and a Do we want to go watch Rogue One? Not after we record this podcast, because after we record this podcast, we're going to watch the newest episode of Ruby again and then go back to <clears throat> podcasting. Mm-hmm. But after we do Ruby, do you want to watch Rogue One? Maybe. Yeah. Do you want to watch Empire? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Empire. That's the only reason. I, it's so hard because, like, Rogue One, go. I got it. Just watch the movie. It's good. I Emp- mean, Empire relies on the here's other... A, hold on. Sorry. Empire is a sequel. Yeah. And I can't 
watch Empire on its own. That is that is my biggest complaint about Empire is the reason I will always love A New Hope better than Empire yeah. is that totally. like Empire needs two other movies to be good. No. It needs two other movies to be its best. Yes. It is a good it's a great movie. Mhm. I would say top 5 Star Wars movies. <laughs> there's 10 of them, so like there's 12 of them. There's 11 of them? I don't know. There's 12 of them if you count the Clone Wars. <laughs> Definitely top half of In villain. this house, we count the Clone Wars. <laughs> that Clone Wars movie is really bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, really bad? There's a baby hut and it farts. But do we count that other Clone Wars movie? The 2D one. It's not a movie. Oh, is it not a movie? It was a miniseries. The opposite oh. of a movie. It's as far from a movie as you could be because they're each four <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> Wait, really? Each episode is like four minutes. <clears throat> I've forgotten what that thing is, I guess. That's not on Disney Plus, I've noticed. Yeah, the, because it's not new canon. They don't want to. Well, but, but Clone Wars is new canon. Yes. But not that Clone Wars. No, the Clone Wars is new canon. Clone Wars is old canon. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Star Wars Clone Wars is the miniseries. Star Wars The Clone Wars is the CGI show. Okay. Also, I may have just missed it. It may it may be on Disney+. Plus I doubt it's on there. Like, it would make sense to have it on there, but, like, everything on there right now is either canon or it's, like, kids stuff that isn't canon, like the Lego stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of Lego stuff on there. More than I thought there was, but I've heard those are really good and funny. We should watch them sometime. I actually have heard this, too, now that you say it. Uh, but I've heard this, <clears throat> but I've heard this from... Um, my best friend's little brothers, so I don't know how much I trust their mm. opinions. I've heard this from Pranks Paul, I think. I've also heard this from my best friend, who, frankly, I don't trust their opinions on media very much. <laughs> yeah? They know that. I know. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, this concludes our first episode of The Wars in Our Stars. Well, we never did the solo poster. Solo poster. Solo poster. Solo poster. Solo poster. High res. That's got the logo that's pretty similar to um, Empire, if I remember right. No, you're wrong. It's got the. Which one is the? The none of these feel canonical. This movie feels like a. <laughs> this feels like a movie with really mixed messaging. I guess we're gonna go with this one. What does the Wikipedia page say? Okay, that's good thought. Solo, a Star Wars story. Also, I think the branding a Star Wars story is boring. It's a little, it's a little tricky to pronounce. Uh, okay, the Wikipedia page has the boring one. Yeah, we will at least they have a slightly better one if I can get it in high res. <laughs> no, that's the lowest res image I've ever seen in my life. Oh. <sighs> I guess just no high-res posters of Solo exist. <laughs> There's the one with the cut, the like outline of the old Millennium Falcon here uh, before the escape pod is jet- jettisoned. Um, I don't know what that means. The the gap in the between the two prongs is not there in this movie. This poster kind of sucks. It's yeah. supposed to be 70s, but it's not. It's not. It's like really trying to be 70s, but kind of misses the point. Which, like, not very good. I have not seen this movie, but this movie re- seems like it's really trying to be 70s and it's Solo not. Defender logging on. Okay. 
Oh, the highs of Solo are very high, and the lows of Solo are so low. I'm Han Solo, Han Solo, Solo. It is, it is a wildly... Uh, what's... That movie is both very good and very bad. The parts that are good are fucking great. The parts that are bad suck ass. Who was originally supposed to direct this? I know Ron Howard finished it. The two people. It was two people. Oh, right. It was the Lego movie people. Maybe. Yeah, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I think so. Yeah, or Chris Lord and Phil Miller. No, it's <laughs> it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Oof. Anyway, um, Solo is... Solo deserves a better poster than this. This isn't the worst Star Wars poster. I guess when it I think of the worst Star Wars when I think of Solo, I guess what I actually think of is scrolling past it on Netflix a few times, where you just get this guy and then that logo real big, and that's mm-hmm. basically all it is on Netflix. Sure. Which is better than this <clears throat> trash ass orange poster. Yeah, that sucks. Here's the okay. Here's the thing. I have still not seen Solo because I have not cared. You want to watch Solo today? Oh, I was going to propose something. Oh, Uh, yes, I will marry you. Thanks. I love you. I love you. It's not an export episode if we don't kiss on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The thing I was going to propose is that, like, episode nine is coming out soon. Like, we can just start watching the movies in release order. I was going to do this already. I know. I was just saying... Do you want to start today? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Last year when I did this, I did not go in release order. You went in chronological order. Because the new one would be at the end. Mm-hmm. So we could just watch one, two, three. That sounds Solo, miserable. Rogue One, four, five, six, this seven, is, eight. This is not how anyone is supposed to watch movies. You're fucking wrong. What? Uh, I'm not entertaining this any further. <laughs> release order for everything, always. No, for your first time through, sure, but if you're trying to just view it as a whole, like, the new one is the latest one, so it makes sense to just go through all of them in chronological order. It also makes really... It's also the newest one released. What are you talking about? Yeah, but whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Your logic doesn't make any sense because it's also true of my logic. Would you rather, like, intercut Solo and Rogue One in between a... Seven and eight? Yes. When you're trying to lead up to nine? Yes. Why? Because that's how they were fucking released. But I don't know. the story doesn't go that way. Yeah, but, like, who fucking cares? <laughs> what? You wouldn't watch the fucking Clone Wars TV show in between Attack of the... Mm. Whatever. 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 I will maybe... Here's the thing. (laughs) You want to watch Phantom Menace tonight? (laughs) That's the thing. Is on the one hand, I will maybe relent to your absurdities. Because that means that I can get fucking Phantom Menace out of the way as quickly as possible. It's not because I think that this is a better way to watch it. I think that this is the way to watch it if you want to watch the story in order... To, to with the release of a new movie. I think you're wrong. What? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with chronological viewing. Anyway, the the one reason I will maybe relent 
is that I can get Phantom Menace out of my fucking way and not have to think about that movie again. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that means I have to watch Phantom Menace tonight. I need at least a day of warning before I watch The Phantom Menace. <laughs> I need to at it's least... fine. I need to prepare myself to be bored for seven hours. Uh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> oh, I love you. I'm sorry that I hate the thing you like. No, I'm not saying Phantom Menace is, like, great, but, like, okay, you don't like Phantom Menace. I get it. You and everyone else. Me and Red Letter Media. It's so, like, painful to watch. But here's the thing is that everybody's right. (laughs) It's fine. There are some boring bits. There are some really racist bits. But, like, I don't know. It's not tortuous. It's not Krampus. (laughs) Spoilers for Cower Hour. Damn. Whatever. Anyway... Um, I will, cons- I will consider your offer. Okay. I will, I'm certain. I am not- altering the deal. What? <laughs> Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I will watch A New Hope tonight. I will not watch The Phantom Menace tonight. <laughs> you cannot we'll miss me We'll talk about it off way. the podcast. Anyway, join us on, on Newbie, where we will have decided this. <laughs> <laughs> or on Twitter, where we, where we will either be live tweeting a new hope or not tweeting. Um, I will probably be tweeting something. Yeah. Anyway, we're usually tweeting. <sighs> at neither Nora and at Zoetics on Twitter.com, Medium.com slash at Nora F. Blake, Medium.com slash at Zoe Mars. You can oh, find me there. I was going to make one last very quick point about Solo, is that I was not interested in this movie because I have always assumed that that movie ends with Han walking into the cantina. No. Far from it. You telling me that it is like... It's a dec- it ends ten years exactly before A New Hope. That makes me more interested in the movie. Because I also just think that that guy's too young to play Harrison Ford. There's one thing that happens in that that you will be mad about, but that's fine. I think it's good. I think it's a good way of acknowledging the thing and not, like, actually dwelling on it, but whatever. One, I know that someone says the words Terrace Kasi in that movie. Yes. And two, I know Darth Maul shows up, so that movie is great. Yes. I do and know these also, things. he's played by Ray Park, mm-hmm. who played him in Phantom Menace, dubbed by... Uh, w- w- fuck, what's his name? Starkiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same guy who plays him in the TV show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's, um, he's both Mauls. Yeah. In Phantom Menace, he's also dubbed. Ray Park has never voiced Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Just as, uh, I was gonna say Ian McDermott. What is his name? Proust. Just as Proust <laughs> has never... God, you can't call him that! Is that his name? What? The guy who... David Proust. David Proust. Okay, you can't call him David Proust because when you said... When I just... Or, you can't call him Proust. You could call him David Proust. Proust. I, think, I don't think there's a T in there. Proust? I think it's Proust. Okay. Well, anyway, anyway. I just called him Proust, which when I said that, I was like, oh, yes, in remembrance of things past. <laughs> the novel. I don't know what that... There's a French novel called In Remembrance of Things Past by... <laughs> there's a me- French novel called In Remembrance of Things Crass Pants. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyway. You want to see a picture of David Prowse? Yes, always. Google says he's a bodybuilder. (laughs) Is the outro music just going to be me playing um, Prowse, like, voicing 
Because the clips of Proust voicing Vader are hilarious and great, and everyone should always be listening to them every day. <clears throat> no, the, the outro music is going to be... Uh, I mean, you're probably going to play Mad About Me at some point, right? What's that? I mean, I said that, and I'm going to double-check that that's the name of the song. Mad About Me is the name of the Cantina song. Okay. How's the... What's the cantina theme? Do 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 do. Mad about me. Do do do. Not the name of it. Is is do 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 do. Yes. By figuring that in the modal nodes. Yes. Okay. I heard a Star Wars song the other day that was not the cantina theme. Was it the Jabba's Palace song? It might be the Jabba's Palace song. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was not that. Anyway, I heard one and thought, this is the Cantina theme. And I'm like, it's not the Cantina theme, but it is from Star Wars. Can't remember what it is. It is totally inconsequential. I just wanted to make sure that the thing I heard was yes, not, in yes, fact, yes. the Cantina theme. There's a new Star Wars song with alien vocals in Fallen Order as, like, the opening... Hold on. Game of the Year. Hold on. The first thing in that first opening cutscene is you get that music, and it's a very, very good song, and it zooms down, and you see Cal Kestis with headphones on. <laughs> Cal Kestis, listening to jizz. It's about the notes you don't wail. <laughs> Thanks, Em. I stole your joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, enjoy the jizz. We'll be back next week.